sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Morenci, and I'm on the grid, and so is the raging redhead Cam Stewart. Great to have uh, Cam uh, back in the rotation as we're breaking it down. We've got a doubleheader on top uh, here this evening. A football doubleheader. We've got a baseball doubleheader as well. We've got baseball being played as we speak uh, right now. We're going to break it all down. We're going to track all the in-game numbers. uh, Game one uh, of uh, one of the American League Division uh, series has begun. Oakland's leading right now 5-3, bottom of the fifth inning. Uh, The over-under of this game was 8.5. Uh, so under betters like me are in big <laughs> trouble uh, right now. Uh, but, uh, Cam, we hit no run in the first inning. Um, we hit uh, Bassett over three and a half uh, strikeouts. And we hit McCullers over four and a half uh, strikeouts. Nice. Both pitchers went over their strikeout uh, prop. And we hit no run in the first inning. I've got a piece of the Houston Astros. And I've got the under. So it looks like I'm going to be looking at a three and two. And considering how baseball went for us last week, I'll take a three and two, Ken. Yeah, well, no, that's that's great that you hit the pitching props. And I will say this, too. These pitchers came out, uh, you know, McCullers and the Bassett Hound looked really good early in this game. And they were mowing down, guys. And then all of a sudden, these guys, just before the Dusty Baker interview, home run, home run, home run. Dusty's, like, sitting there going, I've never seen the ball in L.A. travel this far, far in the center. Like, it was just like these guys were hitting cans of corn, and the ball just carried. And you know, Gabe, from watching L.A. Dodger game, it usually doesn't carry like that. So a lot of those home runs were wind-aided and uh, sack fly by Oakland five to three. Yeah, you, you said it, man. Uh, these runs just came in bunches, all from the home run, and the wind's really helping out. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, you know, the Murphy home run just looked like a routine fly ball. I thought it was sort of warning trackish, and it was mm-hmm. like back, back, keeps going back, and uh, finally <laughs> clears the wall. And you know, Dusty Baker's correct. Actually, uh, you know, the fact is, Chavez Ravine is one of these sort of neutral parks. Cam, it's not really known as a. It's not a hitters park. But it's not really a pitcher's park either. It's sort of just, it plays to the average, so to speak. Uh, but Dusty Baker would know Cam. Dusty Baker was a longtime uh, left fielder of the Los Angeles Dodgers. So he would know about how the ball would travel there. And it's interesting, uh, you know, we don't play a lot of baseball at this time of the year right now. Weather weather is warm. You got the fires, sure. uh, you know, the humidity and stuff. The ball is traveling right now. It's an element, Cam, moving through the postseason that we've never had before. Normally, if the New York Yankees are playing, bro, it's cold, it's drizzling. You've got say they're in the Bronx. It's like it's like mid-October, and and you know the ball's not going to travel, dude. Now they're going to be in this new airport hangar that they call a stadium in in, in Texas, and you know they're playing all these other games in California. Ball's going to travel more in California than it would uh, in, in the Midwest or the East Coast. Simple as uh, playing golf. And I got to tell you, Cam, I've actually never played uh, golf. Uh, in Las Vegas. I lived there. I mean, I think I played like the Kiss Mini Putt before. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> the Kiss Mini Putt. <laughs> yeah, the Kiss Mini Putt. Uh, but, That's great. Uh, yeah, I've never, I didn't go and like crush golf. Like, I'd love to go golfing in Colorado. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. I'd love to like just add like, you know, 60 yards to my drive. <laughs> 
It's unbelievable, Gabe. They have that tournament there in Colorado, the Stapleford scoring system where plus is good. And I watched a guy that was a 631 par, uh, par five. Guy's going in with a wedge. <laughs> They're hitting it like 400 <laughs> yards off the tee. He's like, I love elevated golf. No, it's absolutely true. And we'll see what happens. Yeah, usually we're used to these games in the cold at night and drizzle. And uh, maybe there's going to be more overs and unders, buddy. Yeah, I'm used to winter golf where I hurt my hands because the club is so cold and stuff. Play <laughs> exactly. yeah, East Coast, it's all cold. <laughs> uh, shout out to our radio affiliates, Game Time Decisions. I am uh, Gabriel Morenci. We're kicking it with a raging redhead, Cam Stewart. Great to have uh, Cam back, although we have to keep Cam's stress level down uh, today. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't really know if hosting a sports gambling show. It's the best way to keep stress levels down. That's, that's what my saying. doctor. That's what my doctor told me. He goes, "What do you do?" I go, "I gamble on sports." He goes, "Ooh, uh, that's probably not very good for your blood pressure, and it's really high." I'm like, "Well, I don't know what else I can do. I'm not going to go like mix concrete or anything like that. I just got to keep winners and uh, hitting winners and le- getting less stressed out." Gabe, last week was pretty tough, but uh, the weekend was good. I actually hit some winners. I'm happy I had your bills to cap off a parlay. But hey, you said it. Nobody uh, don't live in the past, buddy. We got games tonight. Should be a lot of fun too and that line just keeps on climbing with kc man up to 11 on FanDuel with the uh, hoyer the starting quarterback instead of cam well you know what uh cam um you know i've um i've had health issues in the past and of course i had surgery once and i um i was told after and my stomach i had all kinds of stitches all over my stomach in like a triangle like in three different places like i had surgery in my stomach yeah. and um they called me after. They were like, listen, this is serious. Whatever you do. They were like, you can't laugh. Right? They were like, you don't laugh. Don't laugh. And I said, no, oh, no. I said, I don't really laugh much as it is. I'll be fine. And I've told the story before, but I actually, like, tempted fate. And I was watching the late night talk shows, Ken. So I'm watching, like, you know, David Letterman, Jay Leno and stuff was years ago. And my mother says to me, you know, the doctor told you. You're not supposed to laugh. You shouldn't be watching these shows. You might laugh at something. I said, ah, these guys aren't going to make me laugh. So I'm flicking around. I'm flicking around. And about half an hour later, I stumbled upon Rodney Dangerfield and the classic (laughs) film Ladybugs. Him and Jack A. They coach a little girl soccer team. Yeah, bro, I busted a few stitches. Couldn't help it, Ken. I was like, I had to turn it off. Oh, like, oh, stop, stop, stop. Like, just uh, looking at Rodney Dangerfield made me laugh. Like, me just too. looking at the guy, I was like, oh, God, I can't watch this. And then he's like, the and Jack Hayes, the coach, come on, girls. He said, coaching me. <laughs> it was so stupid, but it was still good. It's Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, he's so the best, buddy. All right, so we'll try to keep your stress levels down by getting you know, winners. Lower units and winners. That's what Dr. Morenci prescribed. Let's go. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decision continues. I am Marenzi. We're kicking it with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart. It's doubleheader Monday. Baseball doubleheader. Football doubleheader. Uh, tomorrow we've got a full slate uh, of baseball. Four uh, baseball games uh, on uh, tap. 
And, um, you know, we've talked about this in the past, about whether the National Football League should just go to a doubleheader every Monday night, uh, Cam. And it seems to be a popular opinion uh, that they yes. should uh, do mm-hmm. this. And, you know, the Thursday night game is kind of stupid, and I don't think people would really miss it. Well, people would miss it once it's not there. But, you know, having two games, I think having two games on a Monday night would make more sense than having teams play on Thursday, making them play Sunday and Thursday. We bring in uh, Kevin Walsh uh, right now. What's going on, Walsh? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. You know, it's good to join you guys because, you know, Gabe, you're a Bills fan. Cam, you're a Seahawks fan. And, you know, this morning, my brothers are Giants fans. My dad's a Cowboys fan. Even Dane, he's a Jets fan. It's good to talk to people who understand what it's like after four weeks to have your team in first place in their division. <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, I don't appreciate you. Um, you jumping on this, this uh, first place club uh, right now. There's first place and then there's first place. Although, although it is what it is. It, it is what it is. And it really is amazing. Isn't it? That after, after all this, after four weeks of football, the Eagles have one win and they are, in first place, like that, it's just, for a it's tie, baby. They are actually a genius move by right Doug now. Peterson. He knew it. He goes, "This whole division stinks." He goes, "All I have to do is not lose, and I'll get in first place." And he was right. He was right. All right. So, first off, congratulations, yeah, on your your Eagles being in first place, and congratulations on your stellar record in the National Football yes. League. Yes, you're sixty five percent now uh, with some of the, uh, some of the money that you made. Uh, you can get yourself a, a microphone and um, an ear uh, headphones to work. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Yes. Last minute scramble. Plug in one yeah, head jack. Yeah, yeah. Nope. The backup head jack. <laughs> nope. I'm sure I sound like I'm yeah. in a can right now, but what are you going to do? Yeah, we'll see See if we can uh, do something about this. Um, uh, so, yeah, Kevin Walsh uh, with us. Yeah, we got doubleheader night uh, here tonight. Uh, we got the the uh, the Yankees on top a little bit later on, but let's get into the football. And people are already asking me, me being the prop king uh, that I am, and absolutely mm-hmm. crushed the props again yesterday. Um, asking me about all right, Marenzi, what's the what are the big prop plays uh, for the Patriots and the Chiefs game? And to be honest, guys, it's the worst possible combination for prop teams like in the NFL. Like I, I'm not like it's crazy. Like you 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 are getting the two most diversified portfolios in the NFL. Last time the Chiefs were on TV, man, like offensive linemen scored the first TD of the game. Uh, you know, yep. it was Sherman. I've never heard of Sherman before. Like, the Chiefs really mix it up. Mahomes will throw to who's open. You know, like, you know, Sammy Watkins routinely will get the first touchdown of the game, and then you won't see him again. Like, they're very, very all over the place, this football team. And then you get into the Patriots. I don't guys don't have to tell you about the Patriots. And their running back situation. Like, what do you do with that ever? Like, fantasy players know what I'm talking about. And, oh, yeah, James White's back now just to make things more uh, confusing. Um, And now you've got Hoyer in here. And once again, we've got to predict, Kevin, what the hell Josh McDaniels is going to do with with his game plan here. Common sense says they're going to want to run a ball and keep uh, Mahomes off the field. Uh, But that's easier said than done. And it's easy to say when you're not losing 17 nothing or whatever the score could be. So what do you, what do you make of this game? Look, there's maybe a couple things that we can do with the Chiefs in the props market. But the Patriots side, not only is Cam not there, but now Sony Michelle is gone. James White and Damian Harris are back. 
Rex Burkhead's coming off the game of his career. I mean, it's a total mess. I'd be interested in Damian Harris or, or James White yardage props, but I don't really see those, and I don't really blame the book. If I were to try and go for the props here, Edwards Alaire over 72 and a half. I mean, it I mean they're laying 12 and a half points, right? So if this thing even stays anywhere near that, and they're up by a lot, he should get the ball, I don't know, 25 times, and you're going to have a decent shot then at cracking over 72 and a half if that's the case. And maybe, look, a little plus money still there on Mahomes over two and a half touchdown passes. Tyreek is minus money anytime touchdown scorer. Travis Kelsey's minus money anytime touchdown scorer. He can throw it to Clyde. He can throw it to Sam. He can throw it to Hardman. He looks a little bit like he's on a mission. It's plus money. I mean, those are the two that stand out to me. Yeah, it's, it's a tough game. Listen, Sammy Watkins is actually plus 175 because you just talked about it. You look at all the Kansas City Chief touchdown props – Man, uh, Hilaire here, the Fresh Prince, minus 165. It's not like he's a touchdown machine cam. Like, he's heavy. I know. That's 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 a lot of juice. Like, I almost wish there was a prop that said yes or no instead of just a number. Because I see this every week with this guy. And I'm like, man, he got one touchdown in the first game. And he's priced like he's, uh, he's Dalvin Cook. Like, he's priced more than Dalvin Cook. And Dalvin Cook actually gets touchdowns every week. And you guys know uh, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, Bill Bill Belichick Gabe, you guys know he's gonna try to take out somebody. The question is, is it gonna be Kelsey or Tyreek Hill? He's gonna have a game plan for some. I'm not sure if he could do both, but that's what Bill does, right? So you're also throwing darts there. Uh, a guy that I like in Kansas City, Gabe, you talk about like long shots, like Hardman. He's over four to one for a touchdown. Like in comparison to other guys, I'm just saying, like from from a value perspective, he could go there. Yeah. That's they, they like to spread it around and laying 65 cents with Hilaire. Sure, he should get a touchdown, but I don't like that juice, buddy. That's high. He's been uh, Hardman's been disappointing. I have him on. He has I have been. him on one of my fantasy teams. He's mm-hmm. made some plays. He's just buried. I mean, the fact is, it's not that he's not good. There's just so many mouths to feed, and everyone else is just super elite, right? So you've it's got true. an elite tight end. You've got Hill. I'll tell you as far as what the, what the Patriots are going to do and what I believe they're going to try to take away. The, they're not going to want to let Hill and Hardman and Watkins and these guys get behind them. They hate giving up big plays. So I think that's their big step. So I think Kelsey probably eats, you know, I think he does. I think Kevin raised a good point as far as Hilaire with the yards. Hilaire should get some touches. But you look at the touchdown props, Hilaire's minus 165. That's tough for a guy that's got one touchdown. Travis Kelsey's minus 130. Yeah, he might get a touchdown. Tyreek Hill's minus 120. Um, Dick, you guys talked about Hardman at 440. I think Sammy Watkins is worth a look. Sammy Watkins has a knack because they're not, they can't focus in on him. He's not the number one guy they're trying to take away, and he's good enough to make them pay Cam and Kevin. Like him as a number three, he'll burn your number three or number four, right? Like he'll have a problem if you if you scheme against him. But I think Watkins is really a live a live shot for a touchdown. Uh, here he's got one touchdown uh, on the season, uh, but look, last week against Baltimore, he was targeted eight times. He had seven catches. That's what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like Kevin. Like they're all over the place. Yeah. Uh, this what team. about James White though? Might look, and I, it always is is tough when you bring this stuff into it. But you would think they want to get him into the end zone at plus three ten. I mean, that's the thing with the Pats. We don't know who's going to do what for that team. But they're all value. When the highest anytime touchdown score is plus 170, you can play a bunch of them. Because even, right, we don't expect, or 
their book isn't expecting them to have a great game. Their team total is still 17 and a half. So that's two or three touchdowns, and everything's almost two to one or better. And, uh, Cam, you recall um, the last time that we saw Brian Hoyer start. I believe he was an Indianapolis Colt. And, it was a disaster. Uh, it was bad. Yeah, it was yes. bad. If you look, <laughs> his, his passing yard prop is pretty low, guys. All right? It's 230 and a half yards right now, which is normally an automatic over. He didn't top that last year ever. Like, you know, I don't, like They're going to be playing from behind. Edelman's yes. not 100%. Uh, he's gonna have Edelman's gonna have Tyron Matthew on him as well, so that, that's not going to be a fun time for Edelman. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I want to go over the Hoyer two thirty and a half. I don't think this is going to be quite as low scoring as people think. I keep on coming back to thirty one seventeen KC. How does that sound to you guys? Thirty one seventeen, thirty four seventeen in in that ballpark. It sounds like you should be playing the Chiefs team total because that's what I'm thinking about doing as well. I'm not going to bring Brian Hoyer into this thing. I think I'm just going to play the Chiefs team total and leave Brian Hoyer at home. <laughs> okay. Stay home. Stupid Michigan State Spartan Hoyer. <laughs> Sports Grid. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions uh, continues. I am a Maretzia. We've got craziness going on uh, right now in the baseball game. 7-5 for the Houston Astros. Oh, Houston oh, Astros wow. storm back. 7-5 oh, right now for the cheaters. And you know the cheaters are going to go on a run just to spite everybody. You know they are. Korea's yes. going to tell everyone off. Sabathia, of course. Uh, Sabathia, of course, told him to settle down and chill out. <laughs> Says, oh, yeah, now you're, you're mad at everyone. New in-game total is 15 and a half uh, right now. Listen, I'm on the Houston Astros. I took the Astros in this game. I hate them, but it's irrelevant. I got, I'm trying to pick a winner. So yeah. I took the Astros to win the game. Uh, but I'll tell you what, it's 7-5. You, you can get uh, you get Oakland right now, Cam, plus 265. We've seen this game's going back and forth all day. I like it. Um, the thing is, though, good good on you, Gabe. I got Oakland in the series here, and I don't like what's happening. Good pick on Houston. That took a lot of kahunas. I thought, well, you know, Oakland came out hot. Five. Yeah, it is only 7-5, but I got to be honest with you. And say, settle down. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to settle down. I'm going to tell you, the Bassett Hound and Oakland was up 3 nothing in this game. They had things rolling. Every time they've had a lead, Houston's come back. I got to give uh, the Houston Astros a lot of credit. Yeah, those damn cheaters are damn resilient. That's the problem. But uh, it is a nice live price for the athletics, for sure. I've told the story before, but Dusty Baker was my favorite, one of my favorite players growing up as a kid. I've always had a soft spot for, for Dusty, so it softens like some Dusty. of the hate for the Astros. Dusty's the perfect guy for this job. Right? Yeah. He's dusty, so grumpy, Kevin, and he's just perfect for it. I wasn't here. What are you asking me for? I don't know. Yeah, they should have done it. Yeah, what do you want from me? Right? Like, he's just very, you know, other people would be diplomatic. He's like, stop asking me. Ask them. Like, he doesn't. When he he took the job, he told the players, if you guys think Mm -hmm. that, like, I'm going to cover for you or something this year, I don't like what you did. 
And he goes, I don't like what you did. Mm-hmm. He goes, I'm not going to cover for you. But he goes, also, we're not living in the past. Like, he was the perfect yeah. guy for it, just with his attitude. Like, he just yeah. doesn't care. All right, so, so New England Patriots, guys. FanDuel, it's up to 12 and a half right now. Uh, oh, man, it's getting, yeah, it's getting crazy. How about this? Uh, when was the last time the New England Patriots were double-digit underdogs? It's a great point. Matt Gassel. Must, must have been in the Dick Free McPherson rating. days, man. That's what I'm thinking. Old Dick from Syracuse days, man, with John Stevens as a running back. Irving Fryer uh, days? I don't know. What year? 2001. Mm. 2001. Wow. Yeah. yeah. When Tom Brady. Tom, yeah, it wasn't even a Tom Brady. Um, Tom Brady's fourth game. 19, um, the last time the Patriots were double-digit underdogs was 1995, according to Pro Football Reference. And in uh, 2001, Brady and Bilicek uh, won both times that they got more than 10 points. Both times, Brady was 10-point underdogs or more to Manning and the Colts, and they beat him twice. But, Unbelievable. Yeah, Tom Brady's not playing tonight. Brian Hoyer is. So that, <laughs> that's, that's all cute. <laughs> yeah, that, that's all good. For the record, Belichick is 13-4 and four as an underdog since 2010. Uh, how about this though? Kansas City are on a 12-game win streak right now. 11 and one. They're on an 11 and one run against the point spread. Uh, they've, they've been wow. cruising. Yeah, they've they've been cruising. Um, I'm look. You know, I'm looking at. Uh, I'm looking at KC here. I think they do win by double digits. The numbers getting out of control. I keep on coming back to 31-17, 34-17. In that range where they do enough to win the game. As far as the props, we got to play something. So it's Mahomes. We'll go the over two and a half, Kevin, as you talked about. Over two and a half passing touches for Mahomes, touchdowns for Mahomes. I'm going to go Tyreek Hill touchdown, and I'm going to go Sammy Watkins touchdown. Yeah, I, I can't be mad at that. I'll say the one th- game I keep coming back to, it's a game that I remember forever. I feel like the both of you will remember as well. It was a Thursday nighter. It was the year Brady was suspended the first four weeks of the year, and Garoppolo ended up getting hurt. And I think it was week three. They played the Houston Texans, and Jacoby Brissett was starting. Some Brock Osweiler was the quarterback. And, boy, yeah. was I running around at that time, the Iona <laughs> campus, letting everybody know that the Pats were going to get rolled. Boy, was that stupid. As Bill Belichick was like, yeah, you don't even know what I'm going to do. And he showed up, and he was unpredictable, and they rolled him. I think it was 24 nothing. They kept taking the ball short of the goal line. They couldn't get touchbacks, and they fumbled every play. It's scary. It really is. This is is what's crazy impressive. Cam, Belichick is 8-1 and against the spread as an underdog without Tom Brady. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Without Tom Brady. That's the thing. Like, that's the thing. This spread now, like, it's like 12 and a half. You're like, okay, I get it. I get it. Like, there's no Cam Newton here, but like, when do we look at Philly and Frisco last night, Cam? Exactly. Oh, this team and oh, no, they're at home and the other team's hurt and all this. And what happened? Kevin's got a little grin on his face now. I was on Philly. <laughs> Kevin knows I was on Philly last night. Thank God for that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. So I had to shut up and move on. <laughs> <laughs> I was I also on the Lakers last night. Oh, Dude, I was crazy. Yeah, I was. You've been against you've been betting against the Lakers like ten games in a row. Unbelievable! Oh, that's, that's unfortunate I made a mis- to hear. I made a mistake. I made a Can mistake. Can the Heat win? Can the Heat win? 
I got hey, I got those guys at four. I was checking out my old uh, open bets when things were going really rough over the weekend. I got these guys at forty to one to win it all, right? So I hey, told you, Eastern the title. Yeah, for a guy named Bam, I think uh, Bam Bam from the Flintstones is you know it's the time to take the skirt off Abadayo and get to get out yeah. there. That's you know what I'm saying? Like I get it. Yeah, like yeah, you've got you got an X brain. I don't know, suck it up, take some painkillers, bro. You know, Goran Dragic can't plant his foot. It's a little bit different. Than, than an expert. Like we, Dr. David Chow told us last week, it's a pain threshold thing for Bam. Um, you know, just, you know, but um, I expect him to play uh, tomorrow. I think he'll be back, but the Lakers will be all pissed off tomorrow. But let's worry about this game here right now. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tyreek Hill to score a touchdown. And uh, I'm going to go with Sammy Watkins to score a touchdown. We'll go with Mahomes to throw for over two and a half touchdown passes. Feels like this is a game where there'll be a long field goal uh, tonight. Patriots will take points anywhere they can get it. And uh, you got Butker that um, that's a great kicker. Yeah. You're the butt man. It wasn't been yeah, too Butker's good last a great time. Kicker. It's a <clears> tough <throat> game. All right. So listen, I've already played it earlier. I teased the uh the Kansas City Chiefs to the over. And uh let's take another teaser. Kansas City Chiefs tease with the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. So I'll tell you what. I tell you what, and I want to do this. This is ballsy, but you know. The Atlanta Falcons win outright tonight. The Falcons win outright tonight. Tonight's the night. And I tell you what, guys, after Bill O'Brien finally got fired, Bill, it's about time you got fired. O'Brien is finally out of the building. Dan Quinn's got to be looking right now, Cam. Dan Quinn got word. Bill O'Brien got fired earlier in the day. He's like, oh, boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're on national television tonight? Put it this way, That's, if you're Quinn, you're better off getting blown out than blowing like a lead and losing a heartbreaker. Like if that goes down again tonight, but people aren't talking enough about how many injuries Green Bay has tonight, guys. Exactly. Devontae Adams out. Uh, Lazard obviously out. Uh, this is where we got some props. This is the prop game. Valdez Scantley's got to step up. Last game was an embarrassment. Uh, I was surprised. Uh, I like the tight end tonight in the Packers a lot. Uh, I already put the bet in, actually, over three and a half catches. Um, but uh, final, so, Casey, what's the final picks here, Kevin? Yeah, let's do Mahomes over two and a half touchdown passes, Edwards Alaire over 72 and a half rush yards, and the Chiefs over 30 and a half points. Team total. Cam Stewart. I like uh, either a touchdown, Rex Burkhead at plus 170, or James White. Uh, that's what Kev is talking about. Watch watch Bill Belichick, too. He'll give it to the guy who got called up from the IR, Damian Harris at plus 340. Can't take them all. I'm already with you, Gabe. I, I, I teased it earlier, this number right now. I don't know what, what to do with, but I think Kansas City probably wins this game exactly what you said by 13 points right around that number, and that's where, that's where it is right now. And I like uh, what you're doing with the Atlanta Falcons. Already teased, buddy. Let's rock. Man, it's, it's just a tough game it just is so let's get into this falcon game uh, a little Mm -hmm. bit uh the the falcons uh, falcons obviously have been under the gun uh this year but guys there's a difference between choking away wins and choking away point spreads big difference right we don't like we don't have to win unless we take them on the money line here you know green bay have been off to this great start they're due for a little bit of a a, you know let's just say even a tough game where aaron Rodgers needs to pull it out uh magically Aaron Rodgers as well has had a lot of these comebacks on prime time. It's like he's made his living. Like Rodgers hasn't come back in many games in his career 
He just does it against the Lions on Thursday night or Monday night football. <laughs> exactly. Or like, you know, he had one against the Bears on Monday night once. You know what I mean? Like, he's got like four comebacks, and they all happen to be on Monday night. So it's all oh, a legend of Aaron Rodgers, right? Um, so in this, so we get, it's down to five and a half now, Cam, this game. Five and a half. Money's coming yeah. in on the Dirty Bird. I can't believe, actually, I did something smart today. Got the Falcons earlier at eleven uh, at 7 when it was there. They, that was the number on FanDuel, Gabe. It's gone down, and we got the uh, the teaser with at 3.5. Now it's 5.5, uh, so I'm happy where I am. Like, I'm situated. I agree with you. I think Atlanta can win this game outright. Uh, a, a prop that we like, I talked to George about it, Hurst, uh, anytime touchdown uh, for the Falcons tonight, plus 185. I, I like that. Um, I just think they're going to be hanging with these guys all game. We'll see what happens. Ridley's coming back. Julio Jones is back. Julio Jones, that's another thing. He doesn't get touchdowns. He gets yards, but he has problems finding the end zone. That's the one thing. It looks lucrative, but no thank you. I'm going to go with Hurst, Gabe, and I'm going to take the points with the ah, ah, Falcons. I think they can win the game outright. They'll lose a heartbreaker if they lose. Kevin Walsh. I'll, I'll tell you this. I mean, this show is a fresh set of cutlery, and it's the sharpest knives in the business. So we're going to all look real stupid at the end of the night when the Packers win this game by three touchdowns. Because They're not going to win by three touchdowns. Hold that thought. I, we'll hit this yeah, on the other side. Know. Gabe Tyson continues. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues. I am Gabe on Red, so we're kicking it with a major breadhead. Cam Stewart and Kevin Walsh. Time just flying by. Uh, listen, it's going to be a fun night uh, tonight. We've got a bunch of games uh, to break down in-game. we got baseball going on. <laughs> we'll get to the Yankee game uh, momentarily. Just finally, my card has come together here, all right? And this isn't forced at all. Totally forced. Like, we're just sitting here like... <laughs> <laughs> like, none of these picks have come naturally, Cam. Like, these are just like, I don't know, I guess. Like, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, something's going to happen. No, listen, I like the teasers here. I already played a Kansas City over seven-point teaser. We're going to play Kansas City and the Falcons over seven-point teaser. Mm. Then we're going like to play that. Mahomes over two-and-a-half touchdown passes. A little sprinkle on Watkins, plus 175 to score a touchdown. Uh, Tyreek Hill, mm. minus 130 to score a touchdown. Long field goal, over 46 and a half uh, yards. And then we'll get into the Falcon uh, game, how we're going to approach that a little bit later on. we got more uh, more props uh, for that game. But, you know, listen, guys, I'll just tell you about that game quickly with the props uh, here. I'll throw it to you first, Kevin. Um, you look at the Green Bay Packer wide receiver situation. No Devontae mm-hmm. Adams. And they were upset that Devontae Adams tweeted out that he was not going to play and then he deleted it. Right? And you don't want to let your opponent know. So thanks, uh, Devontae, for tweeting that out so I get my props in early. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Robert Tanyan. Robert Tanyan, tight end. Good over call. under three and a half tonight. I think he's going to be a big, uh, big part of this passing attack uh, tonight, uh, guys. I played this, and I went a little bigger than I normally do on the props, so we'll see what happens. So I got Tanyan over three and a half. 
And uh, we got Valdez Gantling over four and a half catches tonight as well, uh, Kevin. Listen, he's got to throw it to someone. He, you know, man, he's not yeah. just throwing it to Aaron Jones 24 times, and they're not going to like shut down their offense. You know, they're still going to throw the ball. They're going to run the ball a little bit more. But Tanyan three and a half, Scantling um, at four and a half. I like. I, you know, if we go one and one, we'll take it. But I think we can go two and zero oh with those mm-hmm. two props, Kevin. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look last week. Tanyan caught the ball five times. Lazard caught it six. He's gone, and Devontae's gone, which is kind of like that. And that's the thing here with the Packers is they're now out there top two wide receivers. So MVS is one with a bullet. So, I mean, I saw his yardage prop at 57 and a half. I like that thing to go over the number. And I'll tell you on the other side of the field, though, Julio Jones is still Julio Jones the last time I checked, okay? He gets banged out during this game. I'll live. 72 and a half. This thing's going down. I'm not buying that Calvin Ridley is all of a sudden the best wide receiver on this football team. This is Julio Jones. And a game where... They might be down. Who cares? Whether they're up, they're going to still have to throw the football. This guy routinely in big games goes for a buck 20, 72 and a half. Like, you mean to tell me that Calvin Ridley is now the number one wide receiver at 78 and a half yards? No, thank you. I'm here to back Julio. Uh, Cam, you going to get in, uh, get involved in any props in this game? Um, I, I like Hayden Hurst over 40 and a half receiving yards. I like him for a touchdown. I think he's going to have a huge monster game for the Falcons today. I'm thinking about taking Atlanta money line game. I haven't put, put it in yet, but I really like the points. Another thing is, I'm I got to tell you guys something. That total's high in this game. I, I understand it's Atlanta and Green Bay with the injuries and stuff, but you can do a teaser like 50, what is it, 56 and a half right now in the 60s. I, I think I'm going to be going under in this game. I, I just don't see that many points in that game. I, I, I have to take the under. It's too many points. I, I, I get it. You know, I, I get it. You know what the problem Listen, the thing is, you look at Green Bay. Green Bay have the number one offense in the National Football League That's so true. far this year as far as scoring. Mm-hmm. They're scoring 40.7 points per game. And the Atlanta Falcons defense is ranked 32nd in the National Football League. I know. Hard to believe because you figure the Cowboys would be the worst. Uh, but they're giving up 36 points a game. 36. That's like, like, these are like college numbers. Like, you know what, guys? It really is like, you know why? Because I remember I did my research for college. Like, the Louisville Cardinal last year, guys, averaged 33 points a game, and they gave up 31 points a game. <laughs> so, like, hmm. like, we're really dealing with college-like numbers in the NFL this year. So, yeah, the Falcons score 30 points a game, but they give up 36. Thing is, guys, the Green Bay Packers are giving up 28 points a game, Ken. And Atlanta, Ridley and Jones aren't 100%, but they're going to be on the field. They're still on the field, nevertheless. Atlanta's going to score. I think you know. I think they have a legitimate chance of winning this game outright. I'm not kidding about the pressure on Dan Quinn with Bill O'Brien getting fired. Uh, you know, I don't know. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I wish I worked for Home Depot. Um, you know, when I was younger, because evidently it's impossible to get fired by Arthur Blank. You could burn the warehouse down, and they won't fire you. I mean, this guy already cost us Super Bowl. No, no, seriously. Uh, you can come, come to work drunk, oh, drive your car through the wall. Sorry, Mr. I told you Blank. about, we'll you told you about Home Depot. Sorry, Mr. I told Blank. You. I went for a job interview at Home Depot. I remember, like, before I got a job at Little Caesars Pizza. I was, like, in grade 7 because my buddy was working there. So I filled out a questionnaire, and there's a question. You know, your dad, uh, your dad stole a, a nail gun and some uh, uh, and a hammer and a nail. Would you would you report him? I said, no, he's my father. They say we can't like uh, your types working here, sir. Uh, no, you're not going to uh, get the job. You didn't pass the test. Yeah, so I'm going to rat out my dad for stealing some. 
Yeah, yeah, that was her question. Like, would you tell on your father who was a coworker for stealing supplies? I'm like, no, of course not. And they're like, get out of here. We don't well, want you here. You should have just lied and said you were said yes, of course. Yeah, I was actually happier in the, the pizza joint. I like, food. I like food anyway. Yeah. So live <laughs> Thank you. <as> it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, hey, listen, oh, boy. I think yeah. I think Atlanta in this football game. There's a reason why the numbers yes. come down to five and a half, uh, guys. I think the Falcons are in this game. And as far as the props are concerned, like I said, uh, we, we we hit it pretty good. We're going with uh, we're going with Scantling over four and a half, and Tanya and Junior over to three and a half. As Kevin mentioned, he had five catches uh, last week. Uh, Aaron Rodgers comfortable throwing the football, and Scantling's the number one guy. It's up to you to step up uh, here uh, tonight. And, you know, as far as the Falcons are concerned, I'm not kidding. I mean, Bill O'Brien's fired right now. And if you're Dan Quinn, like, you're not going to be there forever. And you can't lose just every game every week. Their season's on the line already, as it is right now. I mean, they're lucky. You know, listen, luckily there's a lot of teams that, you know, it's a crazy start to the season. They can salvage things. The Falcons, you know, they're good enough to get these leads. So I, I don't know what's wrong with this team, what they have inside them that they just can't finish games. Uh, but I think they can find a way tonight. I'm going to play them on the money line. I'm taking the uh, the Falcons plus the points. I'm teasing them. I'm taking them on the money line. We're going all in on the Dirty Bird tonight. Can love we just it. quickly talk about the Aaron Jones anytime touchdown score prop? It would in the most oh, outrageous it, number I've ever seen. Is it minus three ninety? George and I saw that last night. We almost did a quadruple yeah, take. Is it three three ninety? It moved oh, down geez. now. I don't know how. Okay, it's minus three forty, which is oh, still okay. out. And I also I don't know how these things. I've move, never right? seen. I've never yes, seen no a line that position. high. I've, I've never, never seen one over two dollars. No, you can't. <laughs> Zeke, Zeke Elliott checks in in the two seventy five. 280, 290 range wow. uh, every once in a while. Yeah. Um, I've never seen this, though. Plus before. 170 to score twice. To score twice, he's plus 170. Like, Unbelievable. Julio Jones to score once is plus 170. And I mean, honestly, what? I could very well see him scoring twice. But, like, that's a ridiculous number that is very irresponsible to lay on a guy scoring a touchdown. Like, I'd rather bet Jamal You're Williams. Todd Gurley, guys. Todd yeah, Gurley's got I touchdowns agree. in two of the three games. I'm going to take a Todd Gurley touchdown prop tonight. I like that. I like that. I think Gurley's going to show up tonight too, Gabe. It's a good. It's a good number too with the Atlanta players, man. I, 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 hey, people are talking like Green Bay with that they're going to score. Atlanta's going to score. They're going to put up some some points in this game. I still think it goes slightly under the number, but I'm down with Todd Gurley tonight as well. I don't know how how is Green Bay going to keep up with Atlanta. It's just like Aaron they Jones and like. People yeah. are just sort of assuming I, I, Aaron Rodgers is magic. And all right, yeah. you got Scott Scantling and, and Toyin and, and and you got Aaron Jones and a couple of running backs. And you're going to outgun the Atlanta Falcons? I mean, to me, the Falcons are going to show up. They're going to put up their 30 points. You know, can, will, will Rodgers be able to put up 33? I don't know. Falcons defense this is Rodgers passing yards is 281 and a half. I mean... Everybody's been thrown for what three hundred on this team. Has anyone thrown for less than three hundred? So, especially if you think Atlanta can be up in the game, right? Two eighty-one and a half. If the game script isn't there for him, it's Atlanta's not bad. giving up three hundred and fifty and a half passing yards a game. I mean, that's outrageous. Oh. 
Oh, God. <laughs> and I'm Sorry, teasing Cam, the under. Keep your blood pressure down, Sam. Sam's like, oh, my God. Sam's like, I'm teasing the under. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. Last oh, week, they gave up 350 and a half passing yards a game. Yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, last week, Trubisky plus Foles got to, like, 315. So, I mean, oh, I really, the only oh, way I you – even, oh, even okay. with, like, I don't no, have to no, sell no, you anymore. No, no, you don't yeah. have no, dude. You know, dude, Kevin. Yesterday you talked about numbers. You're gonna be, you're gonna like this one, buddy. Oh, you're gonna like. Please this tell one. me. Yesterday, yeah, I took the uh, yeah the Dak Prescott over 403 and a half. Holy <laughs> wow, amazing! And you sailed. You sailed. I it. Cleared it and, by hundred. And people thought I was crazy for taking the in-game over 79 and a half. It got Amazing. there with that late Odell touchdown. <laughs> 79. <laughs> that was, oh, that's so good, man. No, but I was that's just so Rogers, good. Like, I think Atlanta's going to be leading. I really do. Atlanta's always leading. Like, why can't we assume that? Atlanta yeah. leads every damn game. <laughs> so, yeah. Atlanta's going to lead. And even though Rodgers doesn't have, like, the, his big weapons, Cam, he's still going to have to dink and dunk, right? So, it'll be dump to Rodgers yes, with a kick, scantling, quick hit. And it'll add up. The yards will add up. Uh, Atlanta secondary yeah. is brutal, uh, giving up 350 uh, yards a game uh, through through the air. I think we're on to something with that. One thing with Rod, with Ryan, though, be careful with his prop. You know, if you look at his mm-hmm. yardage prop, um, uh, he threw for 450 in week one, but it's been 273 and 238. He's not on an automatic to always, uh, always get there. All right, time's flying by here, uh, Walsh. So final pick on this game. And then a quick take on the Yankees. What you got? Mm. Uh, yeah, so do Rodgers passing yards, MVS yards, and Julio yards uh, over. And as far as the Yankees game, to make sure I get this, because this is the thing. As much as I love the Yanks and as much as I love Garrett Cole, that is still a very good baseball team on the other side of that dugout. I think, though, the book really might get burned, forcing to have to put these totals as low as they do because of the aces on the mound. It's seven. I get it. They're great. What happened last time Gold pitched against a better pitcher in Shane Bieber? Score was 12-3. They doubled the number that we're seeing here today. The Yankees can still hit. Those are great bats. And Garrett Cole still does remain vulnerable to the uh, home run. If you get any traffic on the bases and he gives up a home run, I think over seven, I would, I mean, I'd find an alt line and play over nine and a half, ten and a half as well at some plus money. Well, uh, FanDuel has alt lines. It's funny. Interesting you say that because FanDuel has uh, alternate uh, alternate lines. As far as the strikeout props are concerned, 2-0 and o Walsh earlier in the day. 2-0. Uh, and o, nice. Bassett over 3.5. McCullers over 4.5. Uh, Garrett Cole's number wow. is 9.5. Little high, especially, Cam. The Rays can get to him. That's a high number. Uh, nine, I'm not ready the to The Rays strike out a ton. I know they that do. the Rays are like one of the worst strikeout teams in baseball. So, but still, he's got to get the might have still something there. Uh, I what about Snell? Game? Snell six and a half. I Ooh. worry about Snell going deep into these games. They don't seem like they really want him to throw eight innings or seven innings of work. That's my only thing. So I, I assume you got the Yankees winning the game. <laughs> oh, obviously, I do. No, that's that's. Cool. I do too. There's, there's I, a... I know. I want oh, to take the dog in the race. I'm on the Yankees tonight, Kev. Wow. Right, double oh, Eagles true. last night. Yankees tonight. Sorry, they get to Snell. Those Yankee bats after what they did to the Indians. I'm not getting in front of that. 
sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Game time decisions continues. We're getting ready to transition to in-game live. And, man, we got football. We got baseball. We're going to be tracking uh, the uh, the football. Uh, we got Kevin Walshaw with us for a couple of more minutes uh, here on the way out. We didn't want to run him being uh, Captain Yankee uh, here. So, yep. <laughs> you know, it's going to be a fun fun series. Big game, guys. You know, um, I think people sort of it's, – it's hard to keep up with all the different formats, and it's always changing. But five-game series now, guys, right? Five-game. Mm-hmm. Not a seven. Yep. Five games. Game one. You know, we talked about the paramount, you know, the importance and the paramount is uh, of, of, of a three-game series and winning game one. But game one of a five-game set, very critical as well, Cam, as we saw in the National Hockey League playoffs. Five-game series are crazy. And, like, if you're the Rays and you don't want to lose tonight and have to face Cole again. Right, it's one of those That's deals where it's like, man, we're down, and now we got to face this guy again, and now we got to win again. We're gonna have to beat him. Like, it's it's a big game. This is a really big game. You know, listen, the Rays dominated the Yankees this year. I don't have to tell you, Kevin, but to the Yankees, then it was eight and two. Rays were eight and two. They swept them at Yankee Stadium for the first time since like 2013 or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, 2013 or 2014 or whatever. But without being stated, I think Aaron Judge missed six of the ten games. Um, yeah. Um, Stanton didn't, you know what I mean? The, the Yankees rarely ever had a full lineup when they actually played the Rays. Yet we all remember uh, the Rays beat Cole the span of two straight starts. Cole didn't get technically a loss in that first start. On the, I remember it was a Tuesday night, I think. Uh, but he didn't get the loss, but the Rays won a game. And then they played again at Yankee Stadium, and he did get the loss. So they beat Cole twice in a week. They're confident um, you know, tough game. So what's your final score prediction tonight, uh, Walsh? Oh, uh, man, let's not be ridiculous, six, three. right? 8-3. Uh, 6-3 Yankees. Yes. Yeah. I'm 6-3. And that's me not being – that's me being conservative, by the way, saying 8-3. <laughs> I'm thinking 4 nothing race. 4 nothing race. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.